Victory Monday, we got your PFF grades as well. It's Locked On Lions in a short week at that. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is a Monday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Victory Monday, September 25th, and a Tuesday, September 26th. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts, watching and subscribing on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Shout out to our everydayers. Many of you hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. We appreciate you doing that. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks and at Locked On Lions. Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Andy J holding it down. On the Threads account at the Real Matt Dairy and everybody else that's uh, checking us out on YouTube, voice is getting better. Yes, improving. Thank you for uh, sticking with us on the Sunday post game pod yesterday, where I had no voice and kept coughing. We'll see how we do today. But uh, coming up on the show today, Marty Jinks, you can see. <coughs> it's, uh, somebody hit me up on Twitter yesterday and said <coughs> you started coughing throughout the show. Uh oh. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it today. Uh, coming up on the show today, PFF grades from yesterday. Top five and bottom five. Lions performers on offense and defense. We'll get into that. We got to talk about what took place with the defensive line yesterday and how well they played. Last time the Lions had seven sacks in a game will surprise you. I have that stat coming up momentarily. Packers are banged up. We have their injury report too. Doesn't look like Christian Watson's going to play. That'll be, uh, and he hasn't played so far this year. Maybe not even Aaron Jones. We'll get into that. And we have an update on Matt Nelson, who started a right tackle yesterday. And it appears that uh, he is going to be out for a little while. All that coming up on Lockdown Lions today. Thanks for making us your first listen. Shout out to our friends at Questionable Tees for this uh, uh, Lions sweatshirt, Genuine Toughness. Scotty and the crew, they do great work. Uh, Lockdown Lions today. Excuse me. Brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to, and they do it faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Uh, I, I want to get to the PFF grades, but l- let me just say this about yesterday's 20-6 to Lions victory at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Had to have it. And guys stepped up, all right? The difference between this Lions team and past Lions teams, I feel like I'm talking like Art Regner, legendary Lions postgame host on WDFN. This Lions team, I feel like I'm talking about like Art. (coughs) Excuse me. But, oh my gosh, I I said my voice is going to be better, and and it's already fading. But seriously. The difference between this Lions team and teams of the past is there's depth there. Case in point, today at his Monday press conference, Dan Campbell made it a point to say that Ify Melifonwu had an excellent game. And he's right. And we'll get you his grade in a second what Pro Football Focus thought of him. But, like, so many guys stepped up yesterday that were not supposed to be any good. All right? I've been harsh on Ifiatu Melifonwu. He's a Syracuse guy like me, but... For the first three years of his career, he's done nothing. He's always been hurt or he's been benched. 
he gets out there yesterday and really played well. Really played well. Uh, Matt Nelson came in. Colby Sorsdell played. Dan Skipper. All of these guys had to play right tackle yesterday. And it wasn't the greatest performance. But the Lions won the football game. Those guys stepped up and kept Jared Goff clean. He didn't have a sack. Uh, the depth along the defensive line. The depth at linebacker that we're seeing. Uh, running back spot. Yes, Craig Reynolds. Come on, Craig. Craig Reynolds has a problem right now where he's seemingly running into his own linemen and injuring them. But like Reynolds and Bam Knight, these guys came in with Jameer Gibbs yesterday and the Lions outgained by a heavy margin <coughs> the Falcons yesterday on the ground. <coughs> so with that being said, there is depth with this team and guys can come in and play. You know, Brock Wright last year was the backup or was the starting tight end for the second half of the season. Now the Lions have Sam Laporta. They can slide slide right and James Mitchell back into the backup role. But those guys come in, and when they play, they do a decent job. Now, Brock Wright can't block worth a damn right now. I don't know what's going on with that because he was a good blocker last year, and this year he hasn't been. But the Lions know that if something were to happen to Sam Laporta, who's been phenomenal so far, they've got viable depth behind him. So that's number one. Number two, they needed that game yesterday. Didn't want to go into Green Bay on a short week and have to play a Packers team that doesn't have to travel. Lions are going to have to travel. Thursday night's never easy. It's a quick turnaround. Lions have all these injuries. All of a sudden now this is a battle for first place in the NFC North. And quite honestly, these are going to be the two teams that go at it the remainder of the year. All right, Minnesota's off to an 0-3 start. They're god-off. Now, they've lost some close games, but they're bad. All right, the Bears, please. Chicago Bears are a dumpster fire. They're an embarrassment. Uh, you know, they, they got their defensive coordinator just got, you know, resigned. Uh, he's got issues off the field. They got they got the Justin Fields situation, which is which is a mess, and he's sniping at his coaches. You got the head coach going, Oh, we're not panicking. What do you mean you're not panicking? You guys blow. They're horrible. So from that standpoint pull up this injury report here in a second. But from that standpoint, the, um, you know, the Lions and the Packers are going to be battling each other. This is it. So if you go into Lambeau and win again, which the Lions have shown they can do, did it last year, um, then all's good in the world. Seriously, they're going to be three and one. This is not going to be an easy game Thursday night. Packers escaped yesterday thanks to the Saints just falling apart, missing a field goal at the end, and everything else. But New Orleans should have won that game yesterday. They were up 17 to nothing. And once Derek Carr got hurt, uh, all bets were off, especially when Jameis Winston came in. He was trying to eat a W. Uh, that didn't happen. Maybe Jameis Winston can get traded to the Jets. Although maybe the Saints need him. Derek Carr, I guess, isn't going to be out too long. Anyway, I digress. Um Let's do, 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 do let's do the PFF grades. All right. Let's get to that first. I've had it on the list first. Let's do that first. Top five, bottom five Lions performers on offense and defense from yesterday. Defensively, let's start there because the Lions were fantastic yesterday on defense. Shout out to future head coach Aaron Glenn. He did a marvelous job. Aiden Hutchinson led the way with a 91.8 grade. That's just sick. 91.8. Wow. Brian Branch, of course, was second at 84.9. Ali McNeil at a big game, 80.8. .8. 
Number four was uh, Ifiatu Malafanu, a 76-point good, uh, zero. Good for that kid. And Romeo Guara, 20 snaps yesterday, 74.2. Top five. Bottom five, Lions defenders. Malcolm Rodriguez continues to struggle when he's on the field. Now, he's been great on special teams. Don't get me wrong, but when he plays some linebacker, he's clearly the fourth best guy. 38.4. Jerry Jacobs, 43.2. Benito Jones, 48.1. Derek Barnes, a little bit of a surprise, came in at 49.1. And the bottom fifth guy, none other than Levi Onzerike, 56.5. But again, that's not horrible. We don't have anybody in the 20s and only one in the 30s. So that was good in terms of scores. On offense, no surprise, Lions' best performer was Sam Laporta. We're going to talk to Sam Monson from PFF tomorrow, by the way, on the show. Uh, Sam Laporta, 80.1. Dan Skipper, second, 77.5 and 16 snaps. Khalif Raymond, 77.4, came in third. Jared Goff, fourth at 76.0. And Amon Ra St. Brown, 74.8. Another good performance. <clears throat> from Jared Goff. Uh, bottom five Lions offensive performers, Jason Cabinda, this seems like every week, 38.7. Brock Wright, uh, 40.5. He just whiffs on too many blocks right now. Matt Nelson, 43.5. Josh Reynolds held without a catch yesterday, 48.8. And Marvin Jones, forgot he was even on the team, 50.6 for Marvin Jones. Those are your top five and bottom five Lions performers. I'll have more on this coming up next. We're going to talk about the pressure the team had yesterday on Desmond Ritter and much, much more to come right here on Lockdown Lions. Uh, but first today, let's talk about, if I could just key this baby up right here, cue it up. Let's talk about our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. Who's looking to hire somebody? All right. I am. If anybody knows, by the way, any financial advisors that are looking to make a change, contact me, please. Uh, but I'm hiring at Financial Architects, Inc. in beautiful Farmington Hills, Michigan, and I use LinkedIn Jobs. Every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That is why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All right. It is easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. You add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. That way people can see that. Uh, simple tools. I got screening questions, all these things. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and eventually hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Peter Bukowski and me will have our Locked On crossover Thursday morning. Or Lions and Packers. So we'll uh, have a full week of shows here getting ready for Detroit and Green Bay. But let's be honest, the Lions own the Packers. <laughs> they swept them last year. 
I'm just having some fun. I cannot wait to chop it up with Sweet Pete, Peter Bukowski, one of the one of the gems of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Check out his show all week uh, on Locked on Packers. Packer fans don't like Pete. I, I like Pete. I'm a Pete fan. Uh, he's got a beautiful family. Shout out to Peter, Peter Bukowski. All right. Uh, where are we going here? Let's talk about the sacks. All right. Um, as a famous broadcaster uh, once said, let me give you some stats. The sat, <coughs> I knew I was going to do that. The stats sack of the day. Yesterday, the Lions had seven, count them, seven sacks against Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter showed me very little yesterday, very little. Um, but our crack research staff, I texted him today and I said, staff, get on this. When was the last time the Honolulu Blue and Silver Warriors had seven sacks in a game? I'm thinking like 2014 with the Sioux defense. And actually they had eight that year. Uh, in a game against Minnesota when they won 17-3. to But that was not the game I was thinking of. That was eight. Last time the Lions had seven sacks in a game was last season. Week 17 <coughs> against the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields on New Year's Day. That I did not remember. So it's been less than a year since the Lions have had a seven-sack game. So that's a good sign. That means there's some players here along the defensive line that can get it done. And yes, I'll be the first to tell you, last week, and I said this on the show leading up to the game last week, but week two's performance against Seattle was unacceptable. Geno Smith had too much time to throw. Even Patrick Mahomes was not sacked in week one. We needed to see the defensive line step up, and that's exactly what they did yesterday. The scheme was good. Um you know, the players performed. I think they got, you know, kind of the fan base kind of got them revved up in that stadium. You saw the spin move by Hutchinson on that strip sack. I mean, the guy stepped up, and that is what you need from this defense. It's amazing the difference, <clears throat> how, how much better this Lions team is going to play when you've got pressure on the quarterback. And they've played without C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They've played without – um uh, Kirby Joseph. They played without Emmanuel Mosley, right? So far. And yet this defense has held up pretty darn well, opposite, except for week two. You know, they, they held the Chiefs in check. Um, and I know uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend didn't play in week one. Are they together, by the way? That's the biggest story in like the world right now. Um, who thinks they're together? Who doesn't? I'm on the fence here. Um, <clears throat> wasn't that cool that like Donna Kelsey from Cleveland is just hanging out with Taylor Swift? I thought that was neat because she's cool. Both of them are cool. Uh, anyway, so, but they beat the Chiefs and did a good job defensively without Kelsey. Uh, Seattle game was a bleep show, but yesterday was really, really good. And to hold Robinson down, Drake London only had one catch. Now they're going up against uh, Jordan Love. And the way to beat the Packers is going to be the same thing this week. You got to get in his face. You got to put pressure on Jordan Love. He's a young quarterback. Jared Goff, have we noticed lately? There's pressure in his face. He's just not as good. But Jared Goff, most of the time, has a lot of time to throw. It's because the Lions have a very good offensive line. But man, key to winning is probably, I mean, I watch Philly play all the time. I mean, that defensive line is just so good. 
The Browns right now under Jim Schwartz, yes, Jimmy Handshake, is killing it in Cleveland. Why? Because the Browns are getting after people. They're getting after the quarterback. So seven sacks last time it happened, last season, week 17, January 1st, against the Chicago Bears. Packers are 2-1, and one, Lions are 2-1. and one. This should make for a very intriguing matchup coming up on Thursday night. And I'm going to say the same thing I said a couple of weeks ago. I'm still against <coughs> all of these Thursday night games, or at least Thursday night games early in the season. I just, I don't know. I don't think it's great football. I don't think it's great quality of football. Um, you know, Dan Campbell said today, this is like a quick turnaround week. I mean, they, they can barely even practice. They might practice a little bit tomorrow, but that's tough to play as physical of a game as you had to play this past Sunday against Atlanta and then turn right around and have to travel, which they'll do Wednesday, and basically only get two days off at home to rest and recoup to get ready to play Thursday night against the Packers. It's already the Lions' second Thursday night game of the year. Now, the first one, you know, that they had a regular time off schedule because it was the opener, but when was the last time the Lions played two Thursday games the first four weeks? Probably never. Uh, probably have never done that. So it's exciting. It's more uh, exposure for the Lions. I wish that they could have moved this game to like Sunday night football this coming week because the Sunday night game, I believe, is the Jets uh, against somebody. And it's like no one wants to see the Jets anymore now that Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Put the Bills and Dolphins in prime time next week, and that's going to be some game. But uh, regardless, Lions have to play the game, and I think they can go in and win. Why not? Like I said, Packers are banged up. I'm going to tell you about their injuries coming up next. We will do that. Uh, but I got to tell you first about DoorDash groceries. Yes, that is right. All right. If you are missing the syrup for your pancakes or you just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer, <coughs> DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door. Let DoorDash deliver groceries to you. You've trusted them for years to deliver your restaurant favorites, but now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers as well. You'll get exactly what you want and ordered, or DoorDash will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all of your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKDOWNNFL at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms apply. That's $50 off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKDOWNNFL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKDOWNNFL for $50 off your first order with DoorDash. All right, battling this cough and cold. Mm. Have me some nice cold water. I only really drink water. Water and wine. That's all you need. Occasional beer. Oh, by the way, speaking of beers, thank you to our friends at Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL and the Detroit Lions. They sent me the official Detroit Lions limited edition. Limited edition. Um, can. So thank you, Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Detroit Lions. I'm all for it. Thank you to Bud Light for sending me those cans. Um, 
All right, what are we doing next? We are doing injuries right now. Let's start with the news of the day from Dan Campbell. Not good. Matt Nelson is going to undergo ankle surgery and is being put on the injured reserve list. Nelson, of course, the backup right tackle. Serviceable guy, but it hurts the depth when you lose a guy like this. And it's obvious that the Lions need to get Taylor Decker back. But Matt Nelson going on IR and needing surgery likely is going to be done for the year, you would think. He's going to at least miss the next four to six weeks. So another blow to the offensive line. Dan Campbell said today there's a chance because Dan Skipper is a little bit banged up. He's got a Dan Skipper have yesterday, a leg injury that Colby Sorsdall, fifth-round pick from the football powerhouse, that is William and Mary, may have to start. Um at Lambeau Field on Thursday night. So we'll see. But the Lions have gone through four tackles, four right tackles already this year. Panay Sewell, Matt Nelson, Dan Skipper, who's like the new wave Andre Fluellen, and Colby Sorsdall. That's how you draft these people. So um, Lions have a great offensive line coach in uh, Hank Fraley. So we'll see where this goes. But as far as the injury report today, Nelson, Ragnow, Vitae did not practice. Frank Ragnow, they're calling it just rest. But Nelson's going to be out for a while. We know Vitae's going to be out for a while. Limited participation today, even though they didn't practice, but these designations were put out. Cabinda, Decker, Jackson, Joseph, Montgomery, and Mosley. So with the limited designation, that means there's a chance David Montgomery, sore thigh and all, could be back for the game. <coughs> Uh, Thursday, and the Lions need him. Let's be honest. I love Jameer Gibbs. I'm a fan. I hope they touch, give him the ball more and more touches, especially out on the perimeter. But Jameer Gibbs between the tackles is not as good as uh, David Montgomery. Now, this is a big one for Green Bay. Lions are facing a banged-up Packers team, too. Remember, their best receiver, Christian Watson, hasn't played a single game yet this year um, due to a hamstring injury. Today, did not participate in practice. Uh, Zach Tom, Carrington Valentine, their cornerback, and Christian Watson. Also not practicing today. Elton Jenkins, who's got a knee injury. Aaron Jones, limited in practice. Rashawn Gary, limited. Devondre Campbell, their best linebacker, got hurt yesterday. Did not practice with an ankle. Bakhtiari, resting his knee, did not practice. Jair Alexander, back injury, did not practice. And Zane Anderson did not practice safety. So they're banged up too. And we'll have to see if, I mean, the Lions may catch a break here and not have to face Watson or Aaron Jones. Bakhtiari's injury, he'll play. Raining outside? He'll play. But um, Jones and Watson would be key losses for them. And I know they've got some young receivers that have stepped up. Dobbs got a touchdown and everything yesterday too. Um, the big one to give the Packers the lead late in the game. But um, Aaron Jones scares me. I just think he's a really, really good back. And we'll have to talk to Peter Bukowski on Wednesday and Thursday and see if Jones will play. This is a short week for both teams. All right, Sam Monson's going to join us tomorrow from Pro Football Focus. Uh, Sam is the man. We'll get his thoughts on the first three games in three weeks so far. With the Lions, as uh, they are 2-1, and one, feeling good about where they uh, sit right now in the NFC North, especially with the way the uh, the Bears are playing. Could you imagine what Chicago sports radio sounds like right now? Oh, my goodness. 
I'm not right a lot of times. Sometimes I get a lot wrong. Or a lot of times I get a lot of things wrong. I just, this Justin Fields thing, he needs a change of scenery. That is not the place for him. He needs to be learning <clears throat> from a veteran quarterback and like coached up better. That Bears team is a, just a disaster. But we don't care. We love that here. All right, this has been Locked On Lions. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and watch us on YouTube. We'll give some everyday or shout outs uh, tomorrow right here on Locked On Lions. We're having fun. Isn't this fun? Two and one is fun. Let's make it three and one.